You're listening to the Things You Don't Hear in Church podcast, a show where your hosts, Darian and Ethan, discuss the controversial topics often avoided by the church. They also discuss culture, society, and everyday goofs. And now, Darian and Ethan. Hello. Hello, everybody. We're back in our back. old studio. The Perry's living room. Okay, the Perry's living room. <laughs> Thank you, Perry's. Yeah, welcome back to the show where we answer questions that you care about. Sometimes. At least that's our hope. Usually we care about it. We and care about some it. People listen for some reason. We hope sometimes. other people care about it. We think they're important. No, they are important. Like Genesis 1. Yeah. Turns out Genesis 1 through 11 might also all not be literal. Uh-oh. Um, I, well, literal, like the, the things happen. There's, there's an interpretation that it could interpretation be. Interpretation that says that's not what you believe. Historical but representation. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm not. Like I said last week, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. <laughs> it's super so, interesting, though. Yeah, it's super interesting. I, was, I listened to like 30 minutes of a podcast and I thought. Yeah, I'm, I don't have the mental energy right now to actually deal with this right now, so I gotta turn this off. Right. Um, what's right. new? What's new in your life? I don't think that's true, <laughs> but I think it's one of the most fascinating things to think and talk about of if like a lot of Genesis isn't literal. Right. It's super interesting. Yeah. Like, cause all the names mean like broad sweeping things that they did. Like, uh, Cain yeah. means murder or something right uh something against i don't know but i know abel means lost uh, abel means lost, right yeah. so it's like no one's gonna name her kid basically it's like we'll be killed by brother yeah dad why'd you call me that we're gonna i find, don't know we're gonna find out <laughs> <laughs> because this could be just a story to represent the creation and humanity as a whole yeah ask your pastors the question is <laughs> when did that name start to mean that that's a good thing to look into. Well, it depends on what you think about when Genesis was written, because it could be like around that time it was written, because it could be written around 1200 BC. It could, yeah, like that name could have that meaning because of the story. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And exactly. That's what people that think. That's circular reasoning to think that it was metaphorical. But who knows? Maybe it meant that already. It's yeah. just interesting to think about. Yeah, there's a lot. It's a lot of the stuff. But what's going on in your life? What's the Anyways. newest thing that you love? Because I, I just remembered something that I love about. Um, news I heard, but it's your turn to go first. What? <laughs> what's something? In I got your... something really good to talk about. But what's yeah, something... you talk about? No, I want to know what's going on in your life that's new that you love. Um, I had orange chicken a second ago. It's pretty good. <laughs> I didn't prep there that I was going to ask this question before. I mean, so. we don't prep a lot of this. Nope. Um, <laughs> I mean, we prep our research <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do I love? I love. Uh, frisbee yeah i was really bad at frisbee like a month ago and then we just played it like three times a week and now i'm not as bad as i was pretty good i'm okay now i'm proud i'm proud of how far you've and sometimes my fingers catch and i throw it the wrong direction but happens to the best of us we try to forget that it was ever happened i was playing frisbee and i threw it too hard and my shoulder said didn't like that and now my (laughs) bicep tendon hurts Uh, we're not doing this anymore yeah so i'm taking a little bit off a little bit of time off so I don't love, get old. I love frisbee. Yeah. What are you talking about? Um, what do you love? So if you guys have followed anything but the news, and for some reason looked at the Michigan news, I don't know why you would, if unless you live there. Oh yeah. Um, our governor Gretchen Whitmer put a lot of executive orders in place about COVID restrictions and whatnot. Mm-hmm. That was really ridiculous. And even though there's like probably a virus that's actually affecting people, that's like the the things that she put in place is too much. Um, and the legislature this week said. Yeah, she's overstepping her authority. We're going to have to revoke her her executive orders. Don't really listen to wow. them. Wow. 
and then there was like the attorney general like also ruled in favor of the legislature and i think at some i read an article i read parts of an article i'm pretty sure the attorney general was like yeah you don't have to follow you don't have to wear a mask you don't have to practice social distancing businesses don't have to enforce this although if they want to voluntarily we think you should That's but we can't legally enforce it hmm. and so it's really cool i kind of wish that hawaii would do that they won't i know this is the only time i think why can't i be in michigan <laughs> tired of these I mean, masks. i doubt michigan's following that what i doubt michigan's following that what do you mean like, like I, the businesses? I imagine people are still wearing masks. As well oh, as probably, but the fact that they legally don't have to anymore oh, is yeah. what is exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is very now, If they want to voluntarily do it, voluntarily. Yeah, which I think most people do want to do. But that's very good that they uh, I don't want they ruled that way. So you have freedom still. Yeah. People can do it if they want to. Which I remember, is good, which I is what freedom. people always should have. Freedom, freedom, yeah. Yeah. And you should be able to choose to be a good person. Yeah, you shouldn't. You can't come make being a good person compulsory because then it always falls apart. Yes. Well, I want to shout out to, we have a new sponsor, Anthony. You're amazing, and the message you sent us was amazing. Uh, your testimony about why you wanted to start uh, supporting us. So thank you, and we love you. Thanks, man. Yeah. Appreciate it. You're really cool. And so, this week, wait, no. I want to talk about something before I want this. Yeah, don't go there yet. What did I want to talk about? Um, I don't know. Oh, yeah, know. yeah. We were really excited about this. We've been talking about... Like at the beginning of the podcast, we always talk about like different podcasts. We want to start. But we are going to be starting a second podcast. That's or sorry, not a second podcast. Like a second episode of this two podcast. episodes a week. Yeah, so we'll probably do like Wednesdays and Saturdays or something like that. And so you know how we used to do for all the OG listeners, we used to do like a two hour to two and a half hour podcast. Um, One an hour and a half to two. No, the, the old episodes were two and a half. If you go back and look look at it, I'm not one gonna of them, say you're right, but I'm not gonna one say of them's I'm three. Wrong. No way. Yeah, you got to go back and look at no it. No way, yeah, dude. We don't have a three hour podcast. <laughs> we do, and so we can talk for three hours and people listen. I'm pretty sure that one was recorded <laughs> in a van too, because I remember getting out of the van and drenched. No way. Um, dude. But you keep talking. I'm looking is at it there. Our, I'm looking at. Our It'll be at the beginning. We got two hours is depression and a biblical remedy. Okay. Um. Then we got hour forty. For good vibes, your truth, and the new age. Um, and that's that's it. Everything. Really? There's no three-hour one? No. Okay. Well, we're, we not, said, we're not Joe Rogan, bro. The point is we used to have longer podcasts, and we really miss just, like, talking about fun cultural things and what they mean, like music that comes up. It comes out like and Kanye it... West and his gospel album. Like, yeah. We don't yeah. cover that on the theology-focused mm-hmm. podcast because it's not theology-focused. Yeah. So the main point of this podcast is we want to answer, like, the questions that will usually cause people to fall away. Yeah. But outside of that realm, we also want to address cultural topics as well because we think there are also things the church doesn't talk about. Right. Doesn't talk about that are very important. Like still <laughs> we need to talk about, right? Like the election debate. Yeah. Like so, the presidential debate would have been a hilarious topic to cover, but it's not about religion. Yeah. So. We just don't have enough time to cover it. And so we really miss talking about that kind of stuff. But we also want to have a consumable amount of content. So we're going to have two episodes. We'll probably have uh, one of them be this normal episode that's like 30 minutes long, 25 to 45 minutes, something like that, mm-hmm. um, where we'll be answering those hard questions you know, here in church. And then the second podcast will be however long we want to talk for. Um, of just nonsense. Not nonsense. Nonsense. But don't. like... Fun Useless stuff, things that you don't need. Goofs and Nonsense. our opinions on culture. The biggest the waste of time in your week. Yeah. 
and so <laughs> hopefully it'll be fun. Uh, I know we'll have a lot of fun with that one, but that one won't be coming until um, Ethan's out of BCC. So probably starting um, January. in January. Yeah, something like we that. We could just start calling January season three, because technically, like this is still season two, but we haven't. We're not really doing seasons anymore, though. I've been putting them in there because they help organize on the on iTunes. Oh yeah, but they're useless in a way. Yeah. So yeah. So January, <laughs> we're gonna start doing that. Hopefully, it's gonna be a good time. I'm yeah. excited for it. Super excited. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. super excited to not have. No, I'm just kidding. I love BCC. <laughs> I was gonna make a joke about how much work I have, but I really love every bit of it. Nice. Except for paragraph titles, that's just tiring. What book are you studying this week? First and Second Kings. Nice. So got... I like the Kings a lot. Yeah, I like them too. We got we got a... people, but just <laughs> yeah, they're not very good. <laughs> not very great. They're not very good. <laughs> not all of them. Israel had no good kings, actually. Yeah. Yeah, Judah yeah. had a few. Some okay ones. Um, but yeah, we get to make a timeline of all the kings and mm-hmm. like the different reigns they have. And so I'll be doing that Tuesday or Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wednesday. Start that. Super excited. Nice. I'm just going to get like a software that does timeline and then I'll just copy it onto some paper. That'd be good. Yeah. Nice. So I'm super excited about that. I like it. The Bible's good. God is good. Yes, it is. Got to do a teaching yesterday for the BCC class as a part of our student teachings and mm-hmm. whatnot. So I got to record that and used this bad boy right here to nice. record that with our friend's camera that does 4K. So We could even upload that to the podcast if you wanted to. Yeah. A little, little 10 minute sermon to remind you of the goodness of God. Yeah. You could bring it be fun yeah might be edifying to your souls yeah it's the purpose of the church to Let's edify it. Why so not? you might be getting that content eventually yeah or maybe you have that content before you hear this but probably maybe, not. Maybe not you won't actually i promise you you won't i'm not gonna focus <laughs> it's not priority right now <laughs> yeah yes there's a lot of things we want to do and a lot of things we want to do better that we're currently doing in january just when we have more time so lots of cool stuff to come yeah gotta love the work though all the workload the grind I, I like the saying, I'd rather have too much than too little, you know? Mm. You don't want to have too little work where you're not doing anything. It's good to have too much work because then you're like, oh, no, there's so much going on that I got to do, which is a good thing because it leads to good results. As long as it's good work. Right. It's like that Bible verse that says, like, where there's no oxen, the barn's clean, but with uh-huh. plenty comes a mess. Or, yeah. That's a paraphrase. Don't quote me. Yeah. On that. But, yeah, nice. you, are you ready to get into it? Yes. Okay, so, so we have – oh, go ahead. No. Uh, no, you can. Uh, no, yeah. No, yeah, really. Yeah. I, I, I want. It's okay. You to. Yeah, man. I've I really most want. Of the time. I want you to. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah, so <laughs> yes. <laughs> today we're going to be talking about the things you don't hear in church, and <laughs> welcome to the show. <laughs> we're back. <laughs> and so um, we're talking about if someone who is a Christian, who is saved, who has a relationship with Jesus Christ, right? Covered in the blood, son. Are you covered in the blood? If they're covered in the blood. I've been washed in the blood. (laughs) Have you been washed in the blood? Um, What the heck does that mean? If you've been washed in the blood (laughs) and you uh, commit suicide, do you go to hell or can you still go to heaven? Because there seems to be this sense from a lot of people you talk to, um, and I've never heard anyone teach this. No one Right? I never heard anyone teach this. That's why we're talking about it. (laughs) But it seems to be a notion that everybody has in their mind of like, oh, this this is just probably true. But yeah. I've never heard anyone say it, right? I've I've been in very few conversations where there's been a critical thought behind it. Yeah. yeah. It's always assumed from people I talk to about this that you do go to hell if you commit suicide, if you take your own life. It's like right. all the other sins are forgiven, but if you take your own life, you go to hell. And Now, I will say, if you're a non-Christian and do that, you do go to hell. Yes. 
assuming you believe in hell. Because <laughs> only things exist that you believe in, right? <laughs> assuming what you believe in. Just kidding. We uh, have a whole conversation about hell. Yeah. What do you mean by that? Oh, assuming you believe in it. Is that a joke? Uh, uh, well, assuming what you believe about it. Like if it, obviously, hell exists in some regard, but it's like, if you believe it's annihilation. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought you were saying, like... Yeah, if you're a non-believer, like, you'll go to hell if you believe in hell. If you hell. believe in hell. I thought you meant, like, if the non-believer believes in hell, they go. But if they don't believe, then they don't go. I'm like, what? Yeah, God's like, you didn't believe in me. I guess there's, a there's like, a, a gray area for you. You didn't really believe anything, so. I don't know. That's not what God thinks. Anyways, I got off on a huge tangent. We're going to move back. Yeah, so a lot of people um, just assume that you go to hell if you're not saved. Right? Yeah. Or no, I'm sorry. You do go to hell. <laughs> if you commit suicide. Yeah, people... <laughs> they just assume. I don't know where they get that just from. If you don't believe in Jesus, you go to hell. That's a good assumption. That's, That's an accurate. a pretty good assumption. Jesus assumes it. Yeah. Um, and so, so... I'd assume it too. And so that makes sense. Right. But today we want to talk about um, if you go to hell, if you commit suicide and right. you are a Christian. Right. So you yeah. have any opening thoughts? Anything? Like, is there anyone that you talked to as a kid... Or growing up as a that... kid, no, I didn't have these conversations as a kid. Really? Dude, I had these. When all I was, time a kid, as a kid. Bro, all I was a kid, bro, all I was concerned about was playing in the sandbox and riding my bike. No, 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 like a teenager. Oh, a oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I smoked weed when I was a teenager. Okay, so so you should think about this more. Yeah, no, I was thinking like I was, but I also this like really high. So I, don't... I know my thoughts on it because I had conversations afterwards. But yeah. in the moment, I just be like, I don't know. I didn't want to think about God when I was smoking weed because I got convicted. So right. I just stopped. <laughs> So you never had any conversations with anyone? Um, after, I've had a very few, but like I know my thoughts about it, but I, I found whenever I try to have conversations with it, people shied away from it. Mm-hmm. And so I never had any deep conversations with a lot of my friends, at least in the church growing up about mm-hmm. it. And may, I had more good conversations about it with people that I met at either other churches who I didn't really know very well or non-Christians. Yeah. Which is weird. Yeah. But yeah, it wasn't really like a big topic. Like you said, it was assumed, so it's just like, yeah, of course. But then I started analyzing, wait, why? Yeah. Because the question is like, if someone just assumes that you go to hell because you commit suicide and you're a Christian, there's so many questions that have to follow. And the first one is why? Yeah. Why would that send you to hell? Yeah. And I'm like, and, and what, what they would say is like, well, because you can't repent. I'm like, so if we're going to use the same train of thought... If I lie and then someone kills me before I attempt to repent, right. am I going to hell? It's just conditional repentance. Right. And then they'd say, of course not. I'm like, so why is it that if I... Right. And then people are like... But then there's a whole list of things that have to like... That you have to think about when you're processing this. Because then someone could take it to the extreme and be like, oh, really? Because I'll just kill myself right now if I'm going to be with Jesus. Right. You're like, no, 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 no. Right. That's also not... That's, there's two ditches. We don't want to be in those. Right. We want to be in the in the road. Absolutely. So you want to share what you believe about it? Like, do you Ooh, think... Already. Think, yeah, we can start off with that. It's fine. Do you think if you commit suicide and you're a Christian, you go to hell? I think, initially, it doesn't make sense that you would go to hell based mm-hmm. on the idea that... Well, my nose is itchy really bad. Oh, no. Pick I can't. It, no, I'm it, not going to do that. Not it. on camera. I'm going to ignore it. And you're all going to know that it itches as I'm answering. I punch you in the nose. That's going to cause a mess. It help. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going to make me bleed. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, initially, upon thinking about it, I would say... Okay, I got to get it, guys. I'm sorry. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it just... I had. I hated it. That was terrible. I'm embarrassed. That wasn't... You didn't even pick your nose. I know. It's just itching. Oh, gosh. Oh, it's so bad. Now I'm going to sneeze. 
Oh, this is a this is a terrible. Right, just tell us what you just like. Just turn off the camera. <laughs> shut down the podcast. Um. <laughs> so itchy. Initially, no, I would say because you don't go to hell for sins mm-hmm. once you're a Christian. Yeah. You know, you go to hell because your sins aren't forgiven. Mm-hmm. You know, as a Christian, you get forgiven. And every sin you commit henceforth from your salvation is forgiven and covered under the blood of Jesus. That's not to say that you can go live a lifestyle of sin and be okay, because that's taking the risk out in vain. And I would argue you were never saved if you do that. Possibly. Um, Possibly, yeah. Um, So with that being said, understanding the right mindset of your sins are forgiven and whatnot, I would say you don't go to hell. Our God is a compassionate God who knows the depths of your heart and if mm-hmm. you're going through some really really hard things and I, I think like i really want to believe that most christians going through these hard things and to the point where they're ready to commit suicide i would pray and i hope and i would i would think that god and his goodness would give them some comfort before they get to that reality mm-hmm. get to that 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 sick that, that, that place right yeah but i know also life gets so hard yeah one, I don't think suicide should ever be a solution for the Christian. Mm-hmm. Once you become saved, you should determine in your mind, no matter how hard life gets, I will not commit suicide because I know that my God is my hope and that's who I'm hoping and no mm-hmm. one else. So it should not be a reality in the mind of a Christian, but if it becomes a reality and does happen, I don't necessarily think you would go to hell for that because mm-hmm. if God sees that you're genuine towards him and God sees that you that you really do seek to follow him but for whatever reason you're going through such a hard season and that is a result that ends up being fulfilled or or coming about then i don't think god would just be like oh sorry buddy right you know you loved me your whole life with everything you had and you got through a rough patch and oops you slipped up now you're in hell you know i don't think that i don't think that's god's heart yeah but it's also not god's heart that you kill yourself either right god wants to god wants to bring the joy of the lord that he has for you in this world, in this reality, mm-hmm. you know, and and the joy of the kingdom is available now, and that's what God wants His people to to step into. And so, I don't necessarily think you go to hell, but it also should not be a reality in the mind of a Christian that that's an, even an option for your life. Yeah, which is maybe hard to hear for some people. I've never actually dealt with any serious um, ideas of suicide. Mm-hmm. One time in one season of my life, I was like super sleep deprived. And so I thought, wow, I could just have so much sleep if I just died mm-hmm. because I would not need to wake up. But then that was quickly like, but I don't want to kill myself. Right. And so I think the response of the Christian, the mindset of the Christian should be always looking towards the hope of Jesus Christ and not having that as a reality. But if it happens, I would be very slow to say that they're going to hell. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot to unpack in what you just said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's, a, there's a whole lot to unpack in a whole subject. Yeah, I would start with just the question of, um, in my opinion, do you go to hell if you commit suicide? I would say no. I agree with you. And I'd say it has to do with your view of salvation, right? And if you believe in conditional grace or you don't believe in conditional grace or conditional repentance, whichever one you want to call it. And so... Do you think that your belief in those things determines the reality of your decision? No, but it determines what you believe in. And so you would believe, if you believed in conditional grace, then you could believe that you go to hell if you commit suicide. And so explaining what conditional grace or conditional repentance is, is the idea of really not forgiven right away Mm -hmm. unless I 
ask for your forgiveness right and repent right yeah and, and like don't do it again right that's just like kind of how we operate some people are super cool and like forgive right. you immediately without you asking and stuff like that those people are awesome um but it's just kind of how we work right mm -hmm. and so that's the idea of conditional grace or conditional repentance is that we're not forgiven until we ask for forgiveness um, but in reality god says that jesus died on the cross for all sin like once and for all right and mm -hmm. so as soon as you are saved you're instantly covered by christ by his blood and it's not a weird thing like you're covered by his blood but you're covered by his blood and you're then seen as holy because christ is holy and he's now a part of you because his blood is right. on you, right and so you're completely washed clean and seen as holy because christ is now in you right the holy spirit is in you <laughs> bless you um and so at, bless you again allergies one, man at one point at the point of your salvation is when all your sins are forgiven and so it's not going to be a period of like you have to always ask for forgiveness and repentance we should still like have a relationship with god and once we sin we'll have a conversation with about a conversation with him about it right mm -hmm. there's a continual dialogue that goes along of i'm repenting and asking for forgiveness and stuff right, right? we have to remember that it's not an ongoing uh forgiveness like christ knew at one point, however many sins you would tally up in your life, mm -hmm. and he forgives you for all of them at the point of salvation. Right. right. You then become a new creation, and the old man has died. Right? And yeah. so, that's my view of salvation. And so, if that is indeed the case, which I believe the Bible says it is, uh -huh. um, and some people would disagree, um, but this is my view, um, that would mean that if you commit the sin of murder, which is the same sin of suicide, Right? Suicide is just murdering yourself. Right. If you commit the, the sin of murder, you could say you could be forgiven for that, right? Yeah. So God can forgive the sin of murder. And so if a Christian murders and the Christian is covered by the blood of Christ, and God knew that person would commit that sin, mm -hmm. but that person is still repentant, and that person is still covered by the blood, that person is still going to heaven, right? Right. Even though they've sinned. So if you just translate that to they murdered themselves, that person would still be forgiven and yeah. would still um, have the grace and would still be going to heaven, right? They still have yeah. a relationship with God, even though they sinned. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, and for everyone who wants that verse reference, if you want it, um, that's Romans six ten. It says, for the death he died, being Jesus, he died to sin once for all, but the life he lives, he lives to God. So that's saying that, when Jesus died on the cross, his sin, his his death covered all of sin. Mm -hmm. Everyone's sin, past, present, future. Yeah. Right? And yeah, I, I think it's a good point to make that, like, if you murdered someone, everyone say, oh, but you should, like, you're still forgiven in the blood of Jesus. Mm -hmm. But then if you kill yourself. It'd be a hard thing to say, but yeah. you can make that logical assumption. Well, yeah. Or argument. Yeah, because God forgives you for all sins. You yeah. know, we could uh, put it to lying, you know? Yeah. So, but... Um, the only sin that is not forgivable in the Bible, because there are there are there's one sin that's not forgivable, mm -hmm. and that's blaspheming the Holy Spirit. Yeah, we can and, have a whole other episode about that. Yeah, what does that mean? Is that saying, Talk "Oh my God"? If you say, "Oh my God," are you going to hell? Mm -mm. Um, Hopefully not. Probably not, because, because be then a, a lot. A bad thing. I'm in trouble. Yeah, I've said it at least one time. Right now, that's an example. God. <laughs> I've said it at least once in my 24 years of living. Yes. Dare I say maybe twice. Yeah. So the I think the, like the main idea or one of the main ideas of this um, that like kind of offends the mind and makes it so like 
instantaneous that people would think you're going to hell is that you're like taking your life into your own hands and you're making the decision when you get to die, right? Because there's right. so many verses in the Bible that say like there's one time for man uh, it's a point for life for, yeah, Ecclesiastes. to live and one to die. And then it goes on and on with that, mm -hmm. to live, to die, uh, that parallel. And then what does that mean, over. like appointed? Does that mean that it's chosen when the day you die is or does it just means you're human, you're going to die? Right, so I'm saying you know? over and over those verses appear, like where God knows the end days. God, uh, or your end days. God knows the time when you will live and when you will die, right? God right. has sent those up before the foundation of the world. It's over and over and over through the Old and New Testament. Those verses are repeated. And so some people think, oh, like, you're you're superseding God and you're taking your life into your own hands, mm -hmm. right? And you're killing yourself. Um, one, I would say that's an incorrect view of those verses. And I would say, like, those things are still going to be the same way they were before the foundations of the earth. Yeah, like... Yeah, you killing yourself doesn't change the reality of how the universe is going to play out anyways. Right. God always knew those things were going to happen. Right. And he set them up before the foundations of the earth still. So all those verses are still valid. You're not taking anything away from God. God mm -hmm. always knew that, that those are the things that were going to affect you. And he knew and it doesn't happen. mean he necessarily desired or wanted that to yeah. happen. Just, yeah. so we, just so everyone's not thinking that God wanted people to commit right. suicide. Right. And I would say one of the most... Um, encouraging verses for this that people overlook a lot um, is Romans 8. Um, I have it in my notes. Hold on. Romans, Romans 8, uh, 38, 39. Um, it's the one about no created thing can be taken out of my hand, right? So no, no, no created thing can take mm. you out of my hand. Do you right? want me to read it? Is the end of the verse, sure. Uh, starting from 37. Um, oh, it's not a 38. For I am sure that neither death nor life nor angels nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depths, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Yeah, so if you're a Christian, Boom. nothing can take you out of the hand of God. Boom. And I'm pretty sure human beings fall under the category of created thing, right? We are created um, things. And yes, so, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah that yeah. makes sense. I That's, think I memorized that at one point, right. that we're created things. Day... Six, <laughs> and so we are we are a creation, and so if the Lord has saved us and His blood is covering us, then no created thing, even ourselves, taking our life into our own hands, can take us out of the hands of God. Right, right. 100%. We're still completely solidified in His hands. Right. Yeah. God gets to choose who goes and who st and who stays. Like who is saved. He's the one who does the saving. Ooh, so right? Calvinist now. <laughs> I'm just saying God is the Alec, one you'll like that. God is the one who does the saving and it's not us that does the saving. Right. 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 I believe we have we have free will to choose into that salvation. Alec won't you won't like that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's ultimately God is the one who does the saving, right? We right. are the one who does the saving. Yeah. You can't unsave yourself. Yeah, so if you weren't the one to save yourself in the first place, you can't be the one to unsave yourself by Unless you bless him the Holy Spirit. Yeah, and we'll talk about that eventually. And well, so we're scholars. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, and so I think that's one of the most reassuring things and one mm -hmm. of the most reassuring verses that God himself is saying, nothing, no human, no power, no demon, no sin can take you out of my hands if you're mine, right? right. You're in my hands. And really, like, I just wonder when people think that you would go to hell, like, I just don't think you really understand the magnitude of the grace of God. Yeah. Like, the depths of his riches and love and grace are, are like, it's not a problem for God, you mm -hmm. know? God has God cares so much about his people, and I just think if you 
come to the point where like no they had they go to hell and that's how it is it's like mm-hmm. I, do, I would question if you really understood the grace of god and the levels of love that god has for his creation yeah and so, if there's any history buffs out there or nerds, chance I doubt you're listening. Real, real quick, we're going to take a break. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Break time, come back by history. Yeah. All right, so we're talking about the history of how the belief of if you kill yourself, you go to hell, that mm-hmm. um, theology came into effect. Um, and I don't know if a lot of you out there uh, know a lot of the early church fathers, but Augustine was one of... Not personally. <laughs> Well, I have a pretty good working relationship with some of them. So, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. We should get him on the show. We should get him on the show. Frick, dude. Come we'll on. We'll have Augustine on next week. It'll be really yeah. good. Now, we'll need a Origin translator. Origin after that. Yeah, translator. <laughs> we need translators. Yeah, because yeah. he... Yeah. Out here being Greek or whatever they are. Are they they're Roman? They spoke Greek, right? Uh, Augustine um, only spoke Latin, I think. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Latin. It's a dead language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so is the translation. Anyway, so you have a working relationship with them, these guys who don't have the same language as... Yeah, so Augustine is one of the early church fathers, um, one of the first ones. It was like Origen was the first, mm-hmm. and then uh, considered a heretic later by Augustine, and then Augustine was one of the early church fathers, and then like 340... You know, yeah, Augustine had some weird beliefs of his own, though. Yeah, 340... I'm about to talk about it. Oh, dude, <laughs> in, let's go. Yeah, in 350, I think, uh, AD, so after Christ, after death. Mm-hmm. And so... Around that time, Augustine comes into power, and he's the one who um, kind of takes Christianity into, like, hyperdrive and makes it, like, the world religion, right? Right. So about Augustine, right? Yeah, Augustine. Yeah, my sister's studying him this week. This last week, she was studying him in college. She really? She texting in the group chat. She's like, yo, did you know Augustine believed this, 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 and this, and this, and, like, all this stuff? I was like, yeah, yeah, it's a, yeah. Yeah, some weird things. A lot of early church fathers <laughs> believe some wacky stuff. but Like but, predestination. Yeah, for <laughs> Before before I say anything negative about Augustine, a lot of the church fathers believed a lot of good things and did a lot of good things Disclaimer, for yeah. Christianity, right? And I believe Augustine did a lot of good things for Christianity. He also did a lot of bad things, right? And so... So you're telling me he's a human? Yeah. Oh, okay. So the Roman Empire at the time uh, was very divided, just a really, really fast history, was divided. The Roman Emperor at the time set up Augustine to be like one of the main guys in charge and made Christianity the sole religion of Rome, which reunited Rome as one empire under the religion of Christianity. Wait, you're telling is, me... Which is how the Catholic Church became to be a thing. That's really fast and very crude. You're telling me Christianity growing was a political move? It was, yeah. Oh. It was very much a political move. Even a lot of the like the councils that happened like back then were very political. That makes sense. It gets real crazy when you look into it. But <laughs> a lot of conspiracies. So, anyways... So when Augustine took power, um, he was in political power, but he was a church father, right? Which is kind of where we get the um, kind of the Catholic model of the Pope and those kind of things. They hold, mm-hmm. um, or they did hold a lot of political and like church power. Like the church was the political powerhouse of the time, right? right? And so that's kind of the beginning of this. And Augustine was a good person, but with anyone who gets absolute power of the world, which Rome was the world then. Um, they become corrupted very easily and very yeah. quickly. And so Augustine's main use of, of, uh, of creating and keeping more power um, was the eternity um, that was talked about all the time. Of hell. Uh, yeah, of hell. Okay. And so, or just eternity in general, right? The idea Either, of eternity. Yeah, the idea of eternity in heaven or hell. And so he was he used eternity to say, or to wield power over people, right? He mm-hmm. would say, like, if you don't do this, you're going to spend eternity in hell. Or if you do this for me, you'll spend eternity in heaven, right? And he was sort of, like, giving people 
their destinies and saying they're not going to go to heaven if they don't do this for him or if they believe this they're not going to go to heaven Um, like a lot of things that are not considered heretical today he would consider heretical right just because he wanted that power and so he was one of the first people to even talk about the afterlife um, in a negative form being eternal Um, so he's one of the first people to coin that and he was also one of the first people to ever coin the thought of if you kill yourself you go to hell right Hmm. the point is he wanted to create a thing a thing that he had power over so if he said this this is like the the eternity is the realm he has power over because if he's the main church father that means he is the final say on Mm -hmm. all theology and no one can say like what he says is wrong or right and he will go to hell yeah or yeah literally or else they go to hell or he kills them which he did to a lot of people and then they go to hell yeah and so his god i was making a bad joke go ahead. if they define if they defined or if they i can't say the word defied if they defied him then he could one cast them out as a heretic and then also send them to hell with his authority right he couldn't actually do that but that's the power that he wielded as church father right, the manipulation so, he brought yeah, and so that's where this idea began of you could you commit suicide and you go to hell, right? Hmm. And so he was trying to take absolute control over the afterlife and control his people, right? And control the Roman Empire, right? It's all about control when re-establishing the Roman Empire. Right. Very interesting. Um, and so that's kind of how it began and was popularized, that idea. And fast forward to today, still a lot of people believe it for no reason. Right? Yeah. Well, that leads another question that we always hint on this subject that we're going to do an episode one day about. You're saying that he popularized the idea of hell being eternal, Mm -hmm. and that's why we believe it for not or not hell being eternal. He popularized the idea Mm -hmm. of suicide leading to hell, and we hold that belief for no reason. Then leads one to question: Do we also do the same thing for the eternality of hell? Mm -hmm. And that's an answer we're not going to give you on this episode. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. <laughs> um, for a little bit more history and, um, I think, proof or pretty strong um, evidence that um, you don't go to hell if you commit suicide is the people in the Bible who have committed suicide, right? And so Such um, as? if I'm counting right, I think there are seven different cases of people committing suicide in the Bible. Um, some of those popular ones are Judas um, and then... I think Judas went to hell. Well, hold on. I'm not saying all of them okay. go to hell. I'm, okay. just, I'm just naming off the people that like committed have suicide. committed suicide. Okay. Some of the more, the more popular ones are Judas, and then before him, uh, Saul and Saul's armor bearer, right? Um, Saul was the king. That's because they didn't want to be humiliated. Yeah, and so almost all, oh, of, them, almost all of the people you in the Bible who commit suicide um, are considered like evil people, except for Saul's armor bearer. He's not mentioned to be evil. He's like neutral. Yeah, but he still commits suicide. Kind of a, not a main character. Yeah, right? back then they it was like, if they got killed by the other army, he would go down in history as like a really bad king. Yeah. So he's like, ain't nobody going down like that, bro. Yeah. So he just fell on his sword. Yeah. So the debatable one that I think is evidence for, um, if you kill yourself, you will not go to hell. Um, don't do that. But I think is evidence for it is Samson. So Samson did technically kill himself. He killed a lot of other people, which was his goal. His goal wasn't right. necessarily to kill himself, more of a byproduct. The, but he knew yeah. he would be killing himself by the action he did. And what he was doing is he, he used to have superhuman strength, for people who don't know. And then he cut his hair, which is why he had human strength, superhuman strength, God gave him. And then... Um, he simped. 
and cut yeah, his hair for Delilah. He simmed hard for Delilah, <laughs> and then he was put in this position where he was in this giant. Um, He's like a slave. Like yeah, he was in this giant building, and he was chained to pillars that were holding the building up. And everybody's having this party. Did the you mention Phil- his eyes got plucked out? Yeah, the Philistines are having this party. Um, and he said, God, like, grant me human strength, superhuman strength, one more time so I can, like, kill all of these people. Um, yeah, that's once his hair grew back, too, you know. Right. And so he knew he would be killing himself by destroying the foundations of this building. But he'd also be killing a lot of other people. Um, the interesting thing is, is that he's mentioned in the Hall of Faith in... Hebrews yeah, 11, yeah. right? So he's obviously a man of faith, and he's a judge that God used um, in Judges, right? In the book of Judges. Um, and so I would assume if someone's in the hall of faith um, that that person was probably in heaven. They probably are. Right? I would and assume. so that person committed suicide, or you could disagree with me on that definition. You could say that's not suicide. That's more like Sacrifice. someone going into war and sacrificing themselves to kill someone else or something like that. Like their goal wasn't to kill themselves. But it was right. what he was trying to do. Like he was still committing suicide and accomplishing another goal. So I would say that still counts as suicide, in my opinion. Someone can disagree, and I'd be totally fine with that. Mm-hmm. I can see how you can see it another way. Um, but I think that's a good example of someone who probably is in heaven, but also committed suicide and is still mentioned in like the Hall, the Hall of, of Faith, Faith in the Bible, yeah. which is pretty significant. Yeah, and like just knowing the character of God, that he's so full of compassion and mm-hmm. cares so much for humanity, I just can't see God telling someone sorry dude sucks to suck yeah you almost made it you almost made it you would have held on for a couple more decades in your situation that you were miserable in for your whole life yeah you know i just i don't think suicide's a reason i don't think like a bad life is a reason to commit suicide obviously like i said earlier it shouldn't be a reality in the mind of a christian yeah um because there's always hope as a christian that god can always restore like we that's what the bible talks about so much is the Mm -hmm. hope of jesus christ the hope that jesus brings to you you should not have it in a mentality instead of thinking, oh, how can I end this? I'll kill myself. You should say, how can I end this pain? I'll choose to live in joy of the Holy Spirit. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Read the Bible. Read the scripture. God brings life, yeah. you know, and he wants you to have that life in this world now. You know, God can bring restoration to your situation. Yeah. God can bring God can bring joy to depression. He can eradicate depression. Mm-hmm. And he can he can move in mighty ways, and mm-hmm. that's the hope that you have to look forward to. Yeah. Is that man? I don't have to commit suicide because I know my God is so much better than that. Mm-hmm. My God won't leave me in this situation, and if He chooses to prolong this situation, it's because He's teaching me something and mm-hmm. doing something in me that's going to be a blessing for someone else later. Yeah, and this is why the Bible is so good because the Bible gives so many examples of people who struggled with depression hardcore but clung onto the Lord and mm-hmm. the Lord delivered them, right? That's yeah. why reading the Bible is so good. And so yeah. we can have this opinion that if you commit suicide, you won't go to hell, but that doesn't mean that you should take that as an out, right? right. God never, ever mentions someone in the Bible and said it's good that they committed suicide. It's always bad that they did that thing, right? It was yeah. always considered an evil thing. Um, it's never considered good. It's clearly mentioned as a sin, as murder. a sin of murder yeah. in the Bible. So it's going against God. Um, but there are these amazing people in the Bible that God gives examples of, like Paul, who's desperately um, depressed. And he yeah, says, like, oh, he man. hates life, and he doesn't want to be alive yeah. anymore. And he, he said, like, he literally, like, rues his life and wishes he was he dead. He says, yeah, and he, like, goes so far where he's like, I bear on my body the brand marks of Jesus Christ. Where, like, mm-hmm. he's been through so much, like, dude was shipwrecked, dude was in prison, dude was yeah. beaten, dude actually died and was resurrected. Yeah. Right? And he's like... 
I have been like through it all. And he's like, I just want to be with Jesus. Yeah. But I know it's better for me to be on earth for your sake. Yeah. And the message for that is in the midst of your depression, it's better that you're on earth because you're a mm-hmm. blessing to someone, even if you don't think you are. Yeah. So there's, there's tons of example throughout scriptures of, especially like in the prophets of prophets that are deeply depressed. Jeremiah. Yeah. And, and just want to die. Like it's clear through the poems and through the, the messages they write that they just would love for this all to be over and for it to end and that they wish that God would just kill them, right? And God doesn't and they cling to him and they make it through, mm-hmm. right? Almost every single time. Every time. Yeah. They have the hope of Jesus. They look forward to the promise of Jesus. And what's also so important, if you're going through a hard season, you're like, man, maybe I do want to do this. Mm-hmm. Just remember that we have the hope of eternity, we have the hope that no matter how bad this life is, I'm going to live here and proclaim the gospel because people still need to be saved. Mm-hmm. And by the love of God and love for people, still live on this earth. Yeah. But know that it won't last, that death doesn't win, that depression doesn't win. At the end of the day, you're going to heaven once you're at the end of your life. Mm-hmm. So run this race strong, as Paul says. You know, yeah. Keep going and like dig your heels in deep into like in like a spiritual grittiness to like rely on the Lord and say, we're going to make it through this and I'm not going to let the enemy win because the enemy, Satan, whatever you want to call the enemy wants you to commit suicide so that you will stop proclaiming God in this world. Mm -hmm. It's better for him if you were not here because then you wouldn't be glorifying God and he doesn't want God glorified. Yeah. So any thoughts of depression that are trying to get you to lead to suicide is an attack from the enemy because he hates what you're doing here. And what that means is that you are doing something until Yeah. And we're not saying that, like, one size fits all for someone who's depressed, right? right? And so it's not like, just read your Bible, you'll be okay, like, grit your teeth. Jesus is the answer! All of all the prophets did it, you can do it too. Everybody's different. And you can even see in the prophets and in Paul, like, they all struggled with depression for a different reason, Mm -hmm. right? For many, many different things they went through in life. And it's the same with people here now, too, right? There's Mm -hmm. lots of different remedies, and there's lots of different things people need to work through. Counseling is a great thing. Also, the Bible is a great thing, and the Holy Spirit, who's the greatest counselor, is a great person to talk to as mm-hmm. well, right? Mm-hmm. The best. And so there's many, many different remedies. We're not saying just, like, grit your teeth and get through it because, like, the prophets. Yeah, and, white knuckle isn't, like, you by yourself, Paul, white knuckle yeah. strength is not going to do it. Yeah. You need to get the Holy Spirit to be like, God, fill me with your joy. I need your joy. Yeah. yeah. There was a, one of the guys that is, like, one of the main founders of YWAM. Like, he was, like, the president of YWAM at a time. Mm-hmm. He pioneered YWAM Brazil, and was the reason YWAM is, like, all over Brazil, and people are getting saved all over there. He said, in one of his testimonies, he said, I used to wake myself up and have to do a two-and-a-half-hour quiet time just to get to a mild depression. Yeah. And he's like, I hated it. He's like, I hated so much about it. But he persevered, and he relied on the Lord. Yeah. Two-and-a-half hours of his day. It's like yeah. one-twelfth of his day. He's, Great. like, in the presence of the Lord so he can, like, just have some hope. And he, like, pushed through in his life. And he is, like, he doesn't have the greatest life still. Like, he has clubbed feet where it's hard for him to walk and stuff like that. Yeah. But he still presses through. And there's, like, a tenderness that he possesses because of what God's done in his life. That's such a blessing to myself when I met him and everyone he talks to. Yeah. You know, everyone speaks highly of him. And, and he's just so tender and knows the, a, a special heart of the Lord because mm. he spent so much time there relying on God. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. There's a message. There's a message in that. Mm-hmm. And so, all that to say that um, Genesis one is not literal. <laughs> Go on. That's it. That's it. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I believe, and that's what I think the Bible says. Um, 
and I have no more comments. I have no um, more comments. I just want to get on a soapbox and just tell people that, it like God loves you. You can make it. He cares for you. Rely on Him. Mm-hmm. I was talking to our friend Carissa yesterday, and I was just like, man, I just don't see why people don't like love God. I just like I'm like like mad about it sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'm like guys, like God is so good and He cares so deeply about you. Yeah. It's ridiculous that God cares so much about humanity. It's easy to get your perspective off when life overwhelms you. Yeah, and it's easy for life to overwhelm you. It's like, you know, humanity is like kind of like, uh, or I want to say like the Christian life is like a pendulum almost. Like it can be like a daily pendulum where it's like you're super spiritual and you're in the presence of God, and then someone cuts you off in traffic and you immediately lose your, you lose your righteousness. Mm-hmm. And then you get to work and you're like preaching the gospel, and then your boss says something annoying and you're like, I'm so angry. Yeah. And you have these these highs and lows as Christians, and it's like a normal part of life. And so I'm all this to say, we're not super Christians, me and Derry, who are like, we figured it out, listen to us. Like, we still have days where we get so, like, the other day, I was so angry about something. I, like, I think I walked into the room and looked at Derry, and I was like, I'm super angry right now, and I just need to talk to you, and I know I'm not right, but I just need to, I need to figure this out. Mm-hmm. And, like, we all have highs and lows in our Christian life, and God sees that, and he's still working in us to change us to be like him. And yeah. so it's not, you're not a bad Christian if you think that you have highs or lows I don't know where that soapbox came from, but that's great. If you're in a low, there's going to be a high coming at some point, and then yeah. probably low and a high and a low yep. until you die because we're humans and we live in a fallen world. Yeah. But no matter what, through all that, God stays the same and cares and loves for us. Yep. Loves us. Yep. Well, there's my soapbox. I'm done. Thanks for listening, everybody. We have stickers. We just bought them. Woo. They're coming to my house right now. If you want one, message us, DM us, email us, support us on Patreon, whatever you want to do, yeah. and we'll send you a sticker. Yeah. Put and on your water bottle. If you are a Patreon, you will definitely be getting them. You don't get a choice. Yes. Unless you don't give us your address, then, well, we can't send you anything. Yeah. Message us your address. Um, and if you want to donate some money, you can donate some money. Um, we've been getting quite a few supporters, which is really cool. Yeah. The more support we get, the more um, we can do, the more merch we can buy. The better equipment we'll have, the better quality this will be, the more time we'll have to spend on the production um, and studying and stuff like that. So we love you guys, and we really enjoy doing this podcast. It's like the highlight of our week, um, or at least my week. These are hearts. I always look forward to it. So we're excited to bring more content and better content, better Mm -hmm. video, more More episodes. Yeah, we're excited for it. More episodes that will be a completely waste of your time. Just kidding. will be hilarious. (laughs) I promise. Yeah. So we love you guys, and thanks for tuning in. 